Yo, 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 this is Bernard. This is Samir. And welcome to another episode of the Angry Blurs podcast. Where the nerds are black, the nerds are angry. All right. Well, something that we talked about like a year and a half ago has finally been greenlit, and that is the Percy Jackson series for Disney Plus. Dang, your throwback. thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, okay. I'm not sure if I'm the right person to give this. Yeah, I mean, because it's not necessarily our demographic. I mean, I did watch the first movie, and I read, I read four of the books back in the day. It's just. I, I outgrew the books pretty quickly because I was already older when I started reading them. I thought they'd be a cool premise. Also, the movie had just dropped, and I was like, okay, let me see what this book is all about. Read the book, watched the movie. Movie was trash. Kept reading, kept reading the books. After a while, the books just they weren't, you know, weren't they, slapping. They, yeah, they just weren't my demographic. I, I was was too old to enjoy them, which is fine. I mean, there's plenty of um, you know preteens and uh, young adults that could uh, enjoy it. Yeah, I, if they I get off their it's... smartphones and tablets. I'm sort of playing to read still. So my uh my 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 opinion of this is like I'm not sure if I care honestly about the property anymore. I think there are other YA series that I would probably prefer to see to get a Disney Plus uh series. Uh I think Aragon deserves another shot in my opinion. Nah, that's too late. <laughs> no, it's not. I think it deserves I think recast it. Uh, the series is as well into its but it. I don't know what they were thinking with that first movie. Dear God, it was bad. Um, I just think you should re- remake that and get that another shot. Or maybe if uh, Percy Jackson does well, we do get an Aragon series. I don't know, man. You're kind of hoping and wishing a little bit too much for my taste. I don't know. I just think it might happen. I, I would prefer that. I mean, there's other uh, YA series that could that could do with a, a, a Netflix, not Netflix, but a, um, a Disney Plus series. Um, trying to think of some. You got nothing. Well, Shadow Hunters is already out, and well, that TV. that ended. Like that, years did ago. that end or get canceled? It, I believe, it got canceled. I don't know, cause um, uh, is it Cat Cat or Kate McNara? Uh, she was on it. Remember, she played Oliver. Yeah, she played Oliver's daughter on um Arrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, that God, was. I really wish thing. they went forward with like uh. I mean, I would have, I would have probably watched that too. Yeah, this coming from the guy who said the Arrowverse is dead. Arrowverse is dead. No, it's not. How was Naomi? Uh, so far, so good. I was a little disturbed with what they were doing with her powers, but I forgot what her power set was, so I had to actually go on Wikipedia and like, um, I'm gonna reread her uh season one series as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the ratings are good. Shoot, I mean, Grant Gustin is apparently getting uh, 200K uh, per episode of The Flash. Dang, that's a lot of goddamn money. Yeah. It's like 24 episodes in that season, aren't they? Yeah, but he's going to be in like 15. Of this own show? Of this season. What he going to be at? So out of the 24 episodes, he's only in 15 of them? Yeah, I mean, they can do that. They've done that before. Like... Every episode doesn't have to be centered around Barry. They did that on, they've done that pretty much on every show except for, I believe, Arrow. But I like, just find that weird. I'm there's been to like think. one main cast member. Like they've had episodes of Smallville that centered around Lex, centered around Lois, uh, almost at Lois. Uh, well, they did have a few that centered around Lois and Lana as well. They even had like a couple episodes where Chloe was, you know. Yeah, the but the show was called Smallville. So it's not called Superman. So if Superman and Lois don't show up in Superman and Lois, that's a little weird. If Black Lightning don't show up in Black Lightning, I don't know. 
And also, I mean, I, there was an episode in the final season where you didn't see Chris Williams at all until like two seconds at the end of it. But then again, right. he was buried by Tobias Wells. So, you know, yeah, you can. That but, makes but, sense. But this but, is but, the but thing, this though. This is one episode, though. 15? I know. Well, I, I can't. Well, okay. So half this, well, I don't even think half the season, like nine episodes have passed, or it might have just been five. No, I think it was only five because I think they only did the, uh, the Armageddon event. So there's a way to do that. You can just like, write plot holes and things like that like perfect example they set it up before they went on break that his kids went back in time so you can do a whole five episodes of that where they like joined the ccpd barry doesn't have to be there it could be when he's in it could be when he's in the coma you can do five episodes of that a long time man you split them up and you won't even realize that he ain't even there no more i'm just saying but that's a long damn time yeah, do you, did you think of any ya novels that could be adapted into a tv series because i was just kind of helping you get the motor running what? Oh, I'm, I'm past that. Who cares? Okay, cool. Well, then what do you got? I All mean, right. it is your turn, so. Okay, I uh, am actually pretty excited about this project. So this kind of came out of nowhere for me. Um, apparently, there is... Uh, you all right? You have an Albert Plaza, all right, <laughs> is starring in a new project called Emily the Criminal. And, yeah, I heard um, about this. Yeah, and... I don't know. I'm a little excited about it. It looks pretty dope. So it premiered. It, it premiered recently at Sundance, and uh, I forgot who else was in the. Um, it's a movie, right? I can't remember. It's a movie, right? Yeah, it's a it's a movie, and um, honestly, it's not much that I know about the series, but um, but apparently, it's about a expiring painter, and who's barely paid off her interest of her student loan debt. She's kind of drowning in debt and all these, uh, you know, uh, modern young people problems, essentially. And, you know, she then realizes that she uh, obviously can't get out and has to basically, you know, turn to a life of crime. And I guess it gets darker from there. So I don't know. I think this is a, a really good project for um, someone like Aubrey Plaza, who has a very... Uh, vibe about a very you know dark and kind of perceived twisted vibe about her so i'm really excited about this yeah i always got that vibe from her ever since scott pilgrim versus the world <laughs> i mean uh what was the other movie um the one with their wedding dates for those two guys mike and dave need wedding dates yeah there's that and also she was in child's play uh, she played the mom oh yeah what? yeah she played andy's mom i was gonna say she was in um dirty Legion. grandpa Oh, man, we don't talk about that show. I mean, the show wasn't it was, terrible. It was trash. The problem was, the problem it, was they called it Legion. If that was called anything else, that show would have been good. It's trash. And don't forget, she was on the White Lotus. You guys should check. Oh, no, she's going to be on the White Lotus. I thought she was in the first season. Yeah, anyways, I'm excited about this project. Um, let me see when it comes out. It doesn't have a release date. Yeah, so... There's that. And uh, yeah, it's an up and coming. Um, uh, yeah, it's an up and coming thing. Yeah. So uh, it stars Harvey Plaza, obviously, Gina Gershon. Um, I'm trying to pronounce this person's name. Uh, Megan Ikachoki Wolf. Yes. Yeah. She was a vixen on Arrow. Yeah. She is. So yeah, she was cool. And I'm glad she's getting more work. What has she been up to? Last thing I saw her in, she was in uh, Night School with Kevin Hart. That was the last yeah, thing I saw her in. Last thing I'm seeing. Um, you didn't even watch Night School. It was rotten. No, I did not. So why would you say that? 
I, I saw her in the cast. I didn't oh, watch it. She oh, she was in Late Night with Mindy Kaling and uh, Emma Thompson. Yeah, I don't I don't remember her having a big role in that. Um, anyway, Theo Rossi, Shades. Yeah, nice. basically. You mean basically he was Shades? Well, he was all, who was he in Sons of Anarchy? Um, I don't know. I didn't watch Sons of Anarchy. He was Shades on Luke Cage. That's what I know him as. Juice. That's what he was. Juice. Did you even watch Sons of Anarchy? I unfortunately watched way too many episodes of that series. It wasn't my idea. I was hanging out at a friend's house frequently and they were watching it. Yeah, that's um, usually how it goes. Jared had yeah. to watch that crap. It was dumb. It's like, the, oh, God dang it, freaking something. It's like all their problems could be solved by now. Stop lying. Stop breaking the law. That's it. It's like all the issues, like, okay, they broke the law. And then they lied about breaking the law. And then the problems all start. I'm like, look, look, stop. Start telling the truth. Stop breaking the law. That is it. Jeez. True. Anyways, yeah, pretty dope. I'm excited about this, and hopefully it doesn't suck when it comes out. It's got a 94 on Rotten Tomatoes, so. Because they had the Sundance premiere. Oh, yeah, the Sundance, so they got pre-screened, which so it's going to take forever to come out, but, um, hey, oh, yeah, look. so actually the, 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 the response is good so far, so if it keeps that trend, yeah, it should be pretty good. Well, hopefully it doesn't go the uh, the Saint Maud the Saint Maud route for you again. Saint Saint Maud was amazing. What do you mean? Remember, it took forever to come out, you idiot. Oh yeah, but good God, did it did it deliver that Saint? I I mean, if it takes forever, it, I hope it goes the Saint Maud route because Saint Maud delivered. If you guys haven't watched Saint Maud, please do so. I think it's on Amazon at this moment. Thank God, finally. And uh, it's just, it's one of the most amazing films I've ever seen. Just, just, just expert executions. Just he, he, he did a review on it so he can, he, shut up. He did a review on it, guys. You can just go back and listen to the previous episode. You're going to hate me. I don't remember that review. You don't remember what we talked about last week. So I'm over it. Don't be over it, but I'll be under it. Nah, I'm good. So um, how often do you drink Mountain Dew? Uh, not uh, if I can help it, not at all. Why? Uh, have you ever had Mountain Dew Baja Blast? Yeah, it's a Taco Bell. Yes. Well, apparently, Mountain Dew has formed a partnership with the Boston Beer Company, and they are making alcoholic zero sugar hard Mountain Dew Baja Blast. How do you feel about that? Because I'm glad I mean, it's zero sugar. They should have zero sugar on Mountain Dew. But it's alcoholic. They do have zero sugar Mountain Dew. It's called Mountain Dew Zero. You didn't know that? I, I did not know that. Well, I only brought this up because nearly every single game I know just chugs Mountain Dew like it's crack, like it's the best thing ever. And I mean, I might try it if, you know, it doesn't come in like a six pack or anything like that. Like, if I can just go to, like, you know, the gas station and get a can, I'll get a can. But hopefully this isn't the new Four loco because, you know, how everyone was going with that. And besides, um, I believe I can still go get Baja Blast at Sam's Club. I don't necessarily have to go to uh, Taco Bell to get it. Get a 24-pack. I'm going to have to check that out tomorrow when I get off of work. But what do you got? Jeez, just rapid fire right here. Um we got a lot to talk about. Do we? Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> it was announced uh, this week that they're we're getting a sequel for Mortal Kombat, apparently. Yeah. I'm like, 
but it's written by the head writer of Moon Knight, so we got to yeah, see so how that is that. first. So yeah, basically. So I'm wondering if they're gonna switch out the director, or was the director and the writer the same person last time? Uh, I think they were two separate people. Okay, so we need to get rid of that. Guy. Can you hear me fine? I sound distant in my headphones. I hear you just fine. And okay, I'm just glad you didn't go to Chappelle route. Turn my headphones up. I mean, this is just this is Chappelle show route that was that was imitating Eminem. I got no stare in my headphones. No, but it was funny when Chappelle did it because remember, it was a combination of Eight Mile and Fifty Cent. The guy got shot in the ear nine times. Yeah, I uh, I, I remember this. Kid. Anyways, so um, Mortal Kombat. So yeah, the director and the writer both sucked. I don't know who's responsible for that movie overall, but they they both suck balls for that. Well. I mean, we 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 talk all Ad the Lent. crap about it that we yeah, could at nauseum. Shout out to Chris and Jared, although Jared did like some of it. I mean, sometimes I wonder why am I friends with that man, but hey, it's my oh, oldest man. friend. Okay, let me see who's the who's the the so Simon McCoy. Yeah, that's the guy. So he was the McCoy. His name's Mud. His name's Dirt. Um, and. I mean, you got to give him a break. It was his first directorial debut. You're right. It was his first one. But then he added in a character. I mean, he didn't write the movie. He added in that character, though. But he, script. You got to blame Greg Russo and Dave Callahan for that. Someone added in this, this character who played by Louis Tan. Look, I don't got nothing against the actor Louis Tan, but they should have put that character in there. Yeah, Jeremy... This turn this character to ruin the movie. Anyways, okay, so um, yeah, um, we might have to be a little bit wary of Jeremy Slater's uh writing because I am looking at his filmography right now. You ready? Yes. So he wrote the Lazarus Effect with uh, who's that? Olivia Wilde came out in 2015. Yeah, that always sucked, didn't it? He also wrote Fantastic Four with Josh Trank and Simon Kinberg. Oh. Uh, he wrote four ex, uh, four episodes of The Exorcist show that was on Fox. He wrote Pet, which was actually a pretty good movie. I saw a bit of it uh, a couple years ago. It's got Dominic Monaghan in it. Okay. Where he um, kidnaps some girl and basically turns her into a pet. Uh, he did a movie called Stephanie. He wrote on an episode of The Umbrella Academy, which he also serves as an executive producer. He also co he he is co-writing a movie uh, with James Gunn um, called Coyote versus Acme. So I'm guessing that is uh, from what I can see. It looks like it's probably going to be a Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner movie. And I mean, James Gunn writes, you know, good stuff. I mean, everybody always forgets he wrote Scooby Doo. Yeah, that's right. We do forget that. But yeah, I mean, so we get we gotta gotta right. But go listen, this. okay, the all right. It's like he's not the only one. He's not the only one writing on that script though. It's like there's two. It got be two other people in there. On Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, they might revise it. So. Yeah, I you, mean they they got Greg Russo and, and David Callahan. They were the first. They were people in the last movie. That was the first one. That doesn't mean the second one. Right, and this guy he has a bunch of. I mean. Said, be wary. See, it's funny because okay, so writing people forget how how writing works. So Greg, um, David Callahan, he was a part of writing this awful Mortal Kombat movie. He co-wrote it with Greg 
Greg Russo, right? Yes. But he also wrote uh, Doom. That was an awful movie, right? He co-wrote that with, with uh, Wesley Strike. Okay, Strick, Strike, and Strick. Um, whatever. He also co- he also um, co-wrote the Expendables with Sylvester Stallone. Okay, you know, also trash. Uh, 2014's Godzilla. He did the uh, story from for some of that. You know. Uh, yeah. But he also had, he's also an uncredited writer for um, for uh, Ant Man, which was pretty good. He ba- yeah, but he also co-wrote uh, One Woman, nineteen eighty four, and yeah, Lee. he but he co-wrote that with Jeff Johns and Patty Jenkins. Yeah, Jeff okay. Johns really ain't you know sitting right, well but, with nobody right saying, now. What I'm saying is we don't know how much input he had in any of these projects. You yeah. Know? So he like he did Shang Chi and he did the story, he did the screenplay and the story. And he co-wrote that with Destin um, Daniel and, and, and uh, Andrew Lanham. Lanham. So, so basically, just going to blame Greg Russo for, um, you know, more no, that sucking. Greg Russo also has like other stuff on his belt that we don't know. That was probably really good. Uh, no, he didn't. No, City. Uh, no, he was uh, attached, but he got dropped. He, he was hired to write an adapt- adaptation of the 2005 game Fear. Uh, he is writing the sequel to Death Note. Oof. And he is also attached to write the film adaptation of Saints Row. So basically, this man's career is like getting hits already. He don't have any writing credits. And they're already taking hits to his reputation with bad movies. Like, he was attached to write this Breakfast City movie, which apparently is no longer, was no longer involved in the project. And this fear thing never happened. Yeah. No, in 2018. So this is still happening, actually. Maybe it's in development hell, dude. Yeah, why would we get a Fear movie after all this time? Fear hasn't produced a game since when? I don't know. Yeah, and in Death Note, I mean, this is why I hate... Okay, here's... I'm going to go on another rant here. I'm going to rant off of another rant. I do not like watching and enjoying movies, ironically. Okay? It's like, you know that thing where people do, they watch a terrible movie and it's fun because it's terrible? No, I don't like watching movies ironically. So, case in point, uh, my roommate and his sister watched Batman Forever, and that movie's dumb. It didn't age well. And Why? It's, it's dumb. And only yeah, good thing about Why? Batman Forever was the Batmobile. No, the only thing good about Batman Forever was Seal song, uh, "Kiss from a Rose." All right, that's the only good song about that movie. Uh, no, I'm. That movie. That's the soundtrack. I, I consider the film and the soundtrack two separate things. I don't because you can have a bad movie and you can have a fire soundtrack. That's true. Uh, Bright. <laughs> Look, everybody liked Bright. You're the only person who didn't like Bright. Bright didn't like, no, no one liked Bright. All right, Bright has a terrible, okay, uh, what was the, you know, I know it has a terrible score, but film, I mean. The movie wasn't good. People, people liked it. All right, the point is, uh, watching movies ironically and, and and everyone having to walk up and get their own opinion about it and, and, and and, and watch it over and over again because how bad it is, is the reason why we're getting a second Death Note movie. If that movie got blacklisted, like it did poor um, uh, poor uh, Kyle Bebop, which was trying, okay? Death Note didn't even try. That movie was trash. At the very least, all right, very least Kyle Bebop tried, okay? They did. They tried their asses off. Yeah, they fell a little short. Yeah. I, I don't not- even think it's that they fell short. I just don't think anybody really cared. I think people cared. They were just mad that they even tried in the first place. And, you know, and but now we're getting Death Note sequel. I think that's not even fair. 
in a world where you try your hardest to, to adapt the movie uh, as well as you can, a series as well as you can, and, and, and no one likes it and gets canceled in the first season, yet we're getting a second film of this? And how are you going to fix that first film? What is this film going to be about? They, they killed, the, the ending was weird and awful, you know? And I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with this project. And quite frankly, I don't want anything, any part of it. All right. The point is, I don't like watching uh, movies, uh, movies and films and TV shows. Uh, ironically, I don't watch TV shows ironically. I don't watch films ironically. Okay. If I'm going to be entertained because you suck at your job, all right, I'm doing your work for you. All right, I'm entertaining myself off of your bad uh, showmanship or or bad uh, um, craftsmanship, whatever where I'm looking for. Insert word there. Craftsmanship is what you're looking for. All right. And uh, and this and that's kind of what what Mortal Kombat 2020, um, 2021 uh, did for me. All right. It's like you can make fun of it for its awful martial art choreography or its slapstick uh, uh, over the top goofy deaths, you know, and the one, the one actor who was who was any uh, bit entertaining. Well, who's the guy that, that did Kano? Uh, I can't remember his name, but he was Doug. Uh, on, Josh um... Lawson. Yeah, Josh Lawson. He was dug on House of Lies. Speaking of which, damn, um, Black Monday got canceled on Showtime. Okay. Don Julio show. Yeah, anyways. So, I mean, there, there was nothing good about this movie other than maybe a few of the, the fatalities. And I think that's it. And it, oh, yeah, and Kano's performance. Everything else was just garbage. So I'm like, why are we even getting a sequel for this? Why? Because people had to go and see it in the gross enough movie. I mean, good God, it, it, it made $83 billion, a million, million. Oof. I was going to say, they, million, they're yeah. knowing hell that movie yeah, made a no, billion dollars. Yeah, it was on HBO Max. Why are we I'm, deep diving on this? Let's go on to the next topic. I'm we're, mad. We're done. That's why. I'm okay, mad. I mean, but we just spent like it's 10 like, minutes talking about this. But then to even think about fixing this damn movie, we're going to have to first get rid of this Cole character. They're not getting rid of Cole. Idea. He's a bad idea. He's an awful idea. He's a terrible idea. He drags the whole plot down. This character doesn't need to be here, and you can't fix him. All right, there's no way to fix his character because the groundwork they laid in the first movie has to now be undone. And then they got the whole mythos is all jacked up. I'm, I'm getting over the the weird tattoo mark things. That's just this. Why? Why? All right. Anyways, I'm just angry. Okay. Uh, next story. I'm going to tag on this so you can go twice. So apparently. Uh, they, they, there was a leak that may have not been intentional where they dropped news about Mortal Kombat 12. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, really, bro? Like, you really had to zoom in on that and like, it was, squint. yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was small, it was tiny, and then I don't know how they even caught it, but they did. And, um, yeah, so. I guess that's the thing now. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't even know why you brought that up. That's literally just like a little blurb. We don't know anything Mortal about Com- Mortal Kombat 12 besides the fact that it's possibly leaked. Well, it's it's definitely up there, though. Yeah. Were you so, getting ready yeah. to play a video? I heard somebody say Mortal. Yeah, I was fact checking the um, page in it. In it um, no, I, I looked it up. Yeah, 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 it's literally just like someone had a bunch of posters around and crap. Yeah. So I like previous cool. Mortal Kombat games. I'm like, eh, live with it and live without it. Well, I mean, I, I'm excited. I mean, I just bought Mortal Kombat 11 for the third time. So, why? Because I upgraded and got Ultimate for the PS5. 
Okay. So I traded in the aftermath copy that I bought for the PS4. And remember, my first one got stolen with all my games two years ago. Right. I forgot about that incident. Yeah. All right. So while we're talking about movies, Chris Evans and Dwayne The Rock Johnson are going to star in an Amazon holiday action comedy called Red One. The Rock better not be Santa Claus. That's all I know. I mean, why can't he be Santa Claus? Well, for starters, he's tan. So Santa Claus can't be brown? No. I think he can be brown. But yeah, so um, all we know that it is a globetrotting four-quadrant action-adventure comedy. Imagine a whole new universe to explore within the holiday genre. That's all we know. And only thing we know as well is that it's going to be on Amazon Prime and it's directed by Jake Kasdan. And I kind of have faith in it because Jake Kasdan also did Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. And um, what was the other one? What's the other Jumanji movie? Help me out. Uh, Welcome uh, to the Jungle. And um, I'm trying to blank. God damn it. Let me look this up real quick. I hate doing this. Welcome to the Jungle in the next level. Oh, okay. yeah. He, he also did Walk Hard, the Dewey, um, the Dewey Cox story, Sex Tape, and Bad Teacher. Oh, I don't watch Bad Teacher. Was that, that movie wasn't good, was it? No, it wasn't. Oh, he did Friends with Kids as well. Oh, he just produced it. He didn't direct it. That was a good movie. Good old Maya Rudolph. Oh, he directed Orange County. That was my movie. That's with uh what yeah with colin hanks and jack black yeah what were having to colin hanks uh he last time i saw him he was on dexter remember um that was a long time ago exactly ago. like i said the last time i saw colin hanks he was on dexter uh oh yeah what are we talking about he was in jumanji he was adult alex uh remember the kid who got stuck in the game in the 90s he was um his avatar was uh nick jonas Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. He did. He did a movie this year called. Uh, I'm sorry, last year called How It Ends. And oh, he did Impeachment, a crime story. Um, you know, um, that anthology, American Crime Story, that right, FX right. did. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and the other bit of uh, news I have. Uh, I mean, come on, you just go. On replace one Samoan with another Jason Momoa is joining F10 or Fast and Furious 10 or whatever it's called is he replacing Hobbs I don't he better not they better not try to like get Jason Momoa to be Hobbs they but he better be the villain or something because I'm okay so at this point I'm now out I'm, I'm tapped out I'm I, I can't I'm not <laughs> well this is the last one you gotta watch the I'm last one I'm, I don't think I have to I'm not invested anymore you gonna watch the last one motherfucker I don't know if I'm invested in this, this franchise anymore. It's just gotten dumber and dumber. It's like, it started out really dumb. Then it got awesome. And uh, and then it got, then it went dumb again. And it's like, it couldn't toe that line for more. I mean, it was, it was, it was so good for three movies. And then it just got really dumb. Hey, blame your boy, Justin Lin. No, I mean, he, he resurrected it out. Out of the dumb stage. I know, but place. it was his idea to bring Han back. Because they, I mean, first of all, I think there was, it wasn't, Killer Han was what fixed the damn series. 
that was oh, it didn't fix it, but it, it, it catapulted it to the next level when he when they killed his character. They just couldn't keep it going. And also Paul Walker passing, which was unfortunate. I think they had to kind of scramble the script at that point. Because now I like being, Fate of the Furious. I, yeah, but it doesn't even make sense that, that uh Brian is around. They need to kill his character. Yeah. Like I really thought that that's what they were gonna do with nine. If they would have if they would have killed this character, he's driving in a car, they would just blew up a car. Oh my god, Brian's dead. We got yeah. I honestly here. thought that's what was gonna happen because it's like, yo, why is Mia back? Why is Brian here? I yeah, thought he's, maybe, he's watching the kid. Yeah, he's watching the I mean, kids. Like, come on, man. It made sense that she went back because it was family and she yeah. knows her brother. Fine. God, I, God, I'm really getting sick and tired of hearing family. Like, I'm family. I'm not getting on that Fast and Furious ride at Universal anymore. Don't worry. Our family how will protect times, you. How many family? They it says family. it once, but it's just still Vin Diesel. Our family. Our family will protect you. And I've been on that ride three times since I've gotten my annual pass. What? I mean, I can get on all the rides that I can. I mean, the mummy is closed. They they got you by the balls, man. I'm just saying, it's like these annual passes are a trap. What are you talking about? I just go and have fun. Yeah, but when you okay, let's say last time you went, how much money you spent on food, drinking, and memorabilia? Um, I probably spent like under a hundred bucks, and I didn't even have to buy food. I just wanted to try the uh, tacos at the Bumblebee Man truck. They sucked. They were basic. Um, so they basically come with cilantro and onions and whatever meat you get. So like there's no like sauce or anything, but they give you salsa for your chips and sauce is just basic like sauce out the can. There's nothing special about it. So right. I got that. I got some ice cream um, in Diagon Alley. I got butter beer because you got to get butter beer. And I bought How much that butter beer cost. Uh, well, I got the discount because I got an annual pass. So like uh, five bucks. Uh, how much it cost you? Five bucks. Five bucks. How much does it normally cost? Uh, seven or eight. And what's it worth? That five dollars? It's butter beer. Yes, mm-hmm. I get butter beer whenever I go. They got they got a regular like on tap, and they got it like chilled and frosted. I guess. Listen, all that money you spend in there once they they got you roped in, and now you got to pay for the annual pass. But then you're going to pay for every time you go there, you got to buy that crappy food. You I don't have to buy it. food every single time. I, I, I was just Imagine hungry. Imagine if you had kids. Samir. Kids definitely got to eat. Samir, I, I bought food because I didn't eat. So you expect me to walk around a theme park for how long was I there? Uh, Five hours, five hours, something like that. Five, I six hours. You, I expect you and, to man up. Okay. Yeah. And I pass out on Hagrid's motorbike ride and just slip out and fall in the canal. I'm sure they got um they got uh stuff to catch you that happens. No, there's no nets or anything down there. Tell that to my sunglasses. Well, that's your fault. All right, whose turn is it? It's your turn. Okay, so hang on, where was that story? Ron Ron you Perlman, your story? Okay, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, go so ahead. Ron Perlman said that he's too old to play Hellboy. But he will come back for the third movie if the fans. No, want no, he said they deserve a third movie. He didn't say he would come back if the fans want him to. No, nope. he said he will still make it for, for for Hellboy three if the fans want to. He said he's too old, but he'll do it if the fans want. Him yeah, to. the man's about to be seventy two years old. He Leave Ron Perlman alone. And I don't know what this is, this fan obsession for having to people having people come back and re create their roles, recast. 
I'm all for recasting. Yeah, right? they tried that with the Hellboy reboot, and we saw how that. No, went. the Hellboy reboot sucked because of a number of reasons: bad acting, bad writing, bad makeup. Okay, if they had good writing, uh, good acting, and good makeup, the movie would have been good no matter who was in it. Now, mind you, the actors were good, good enough. All right, they weren't bad actors. It was just bad script. Okay, and the and, and how is it that a movie from 2003? All right has better makeup than the movie that was made in 2020. Was it 2020? Uh, I think it was like 18 or 19. Might have been. Anyways, there was no excuse that uh, David Harbour's poor, poor dude, he was stuck in that massive suit and he couldn't even move his face correctly. He couldn't emote right. It's like Ron Perlman, if I remember correctly, was pretty expressive, right? Uh, he was pretty stoic. I mean, he was nah, all right. I, I mean, pretty, being pretty expressive. I mean, like, he yeah. didn't talk correctly. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, like he had problems forming words. I didn't I watch know. Harbor's Hellboy. Ah, I shit. saw trailers. What? Oh, um, the batteries in my uh, keyboard are dying. But go ahead, continue. All right, I'm, I'm saying this: Harbor's Hellboy had issues. Like he would talk and it looked like he was wearing a mask. It looked like a prosthetic. It didn't look like his face, and that's the problem. Uh, Ron Perlman, at least to my uh, memory, I could be looking through rose-colored glasses. Looked like his I face. think you might be looking through rose-colored glasses. I don't know. I'm thinking I'm right though. Anyways, yeah, that's what he said, and I, I, I mean, I'm not really thinking they they would even think to do it, but um, I honestly don't remember anything about the Golden Army. The Golden Army was dope. I didn't Man, say it wasn't dope. I just don't it remember. Was, it was one of those movies I watched once. One. Like it I watched was really the, freaking good. But I watched the first one multiple times. I watched, actually, I think I watched the second one more than anything else. Dude, the climax for that film was baller. It was really freaking good, man. In fact, now, I, that, Samir, that do you remember what I told you all throughout 2021? Get another adjective besides baller, sir. Cash? No. Yeah, that shot was cash. Splendiferent. Splendiferous. However you say it. It was awesome. Uh-huh. All right. But yeah, um, like Ben Solo said, let the past die. We don't need it. We can't let the past die in this country for some reason. That's what it killed Star Wars. It uh it, it, what else did it mess up? I don't think Star Wars is dead. It's not dead, but the movies aren't great right now. And a lot of people. I, I hate the gatekeep because that's not the thing I want to do. But if you say you're a Star Wars fan, but you upset that just the movies, no, I'm sorry. In my opinion, Star Wars is, is live and well. Video games, they're on point. Comics, on point. Novels, on point. TV shows, on point. You know, all the TV shows have been on point this far. We got Sucker, we got a Sucker coming. We got Obi Wan coming. The Mandalorian is dope. All right, and uh, Book of Boba Fett is on point. And I don't know why people have a problem with Boba Fett at this point. You know, there's a lot of crit- fan criticism about Boba Fett. They're saying he's too uh, nice. Uh, from the first three episodes I watched, yeah, I could see people, you know, saying that. Just because you think before you pull a trigger doesn't make you nice. Yeah, it's called look, being strategic. Look, he'll he'll twist your cat back just as fast as anybody else. All right, but he needs a reason to do it. Okay, and right now, killing everybody isn't going to help him um, rule um, a province. Yeah. Like when you want to steal yourself as a ruler, you can't just go off killing everybody. How, how are you gonna make money? Yeah. I know I like this new Boba Fett. And I wasn't even a fan of that character until they reintroduced him 
and um and you know made him a, a star of his own TV show. I like Boba Fett. I don't know. Maybe it was just a jetpack, but you know, I this never. Was when I, I, was always a kid. Thought, I always thought he was uh, overhyped because of the whole thing where yeah, he didn't do anything in the real trilogy. Like he came out, he looked cool, he sat there, and yeah. he had like a couple lines. And then Han Solo shot him blind. And he fell into a solid pit. So I, that wasn't a good first impression. I mean, technically, your first impression of Boba Fett was at the end of um, Empire. Right. I just, I just thought he was cool when I was a kid. I'm still mad that they changed the name of his ship from Slave One to whatever they changed it to. Look, bro. I mean, Slave One. Eh, like I, I, that was that to this day. That is probably one of my favorite ships in all of Star Wars. But I can't put Slave One on the back of my car as, as a personalized license plate. That sounds a little whack. Just saying. It sounds cool when you're on paper, but then when you really think about it, it don't sound so cool. I guess. I mean, I mean. What are we going to do with that? Would you, a black man, put Slave One on the back of your car? Me, as a black man, why would I do that? Exactly. But you can put Millennium Falcon. You can put X-Wing on the back of your car with a personalized license plate. You can't put Slave One, though. Well, I wouldn't do it as a license plate. I would probably have it as, like, the frame, like, my other car is a Slave One. And if you don't, like and if you, but that and still if sounds you, whack. And if you don't get that reference, then, hey, you're not the one for me, lady. It's like I, I almost bought the um, I almost bought the, the uh, license plate holder for Universal, like, my other car is a time machine. Thank you. Getting you for your money. I can get that on Amazon. Yeah, please do. It's the same price. Mm-hmm. And the only difference is I wouldn't have to wait two days. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so Gotham Knights and Hogwarts Legacy are still on track for 2022, um, according hi. to hi, hi, uh, hi. Justin uh, Kilar, who is the Warner Media CEO. I would like to see some gameplay of Hogwarts. Um, We're getting that soon. I, I think mean, it's a part of the next set of play. I mean, hopefully. And, you know, I'm also going to go over all the confirmed Star Wars games. So we got Star Wars Eclipse, which we already knew about, the Knights of the Old Republic remake. Um, apparently, Respawn is also doing a FPS, and you told us about the strategy game. We also have Lego Star Wars uh, Skywalker Saga. Uh, Ubisoft has an open world Star Wars game, Star Wars Hunters, whatever that is. And of course, Jedi Fallen Order 2. So I am very excited for Jedi Fallen Order 2. I'll take everything else with a grain of salt. I'm Listen, the remake, this is your time to not be lame, Bernard. I understand that you might not want to play the original Knights of the Republic. It might be a little dated for you, but the remake of Knights of the Republic, you have to play it this time. You have no excuse. Uh, I don't know you think about Kotar. Um, like I said, I'll give it a shot. I got to see gameplay. I said, I literally just said, I'm more excited about everything else. I will give everything else a shot if I see the um, gameplay footage. Yeah, it's going to be I, amazing. It's, it's, it's going to be amazing. Just calm down. It's going to be amazing. You don't tell me to calm down. I am calm, okay? But what do you got, man? Uh, find him again? My turn again? Yeah, I just went over video game news. All right, uh, I'm gonna se- should I segue now into my uh, review of Vox Machina? It's up to you, man. All right, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It's going down. Okay, so I watched the first three episodes of Netflix, Amazon's. I'm sorry, Amazon's uh, 
Vox Machina or Legend of Vox Machina. And I gotta say, it's awesome. Now, the, last week I did give a, a, a brief synopsis of what the show is and who's involved, right? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so I did watch the first few episodes and I gotta say, it's amazing, all right? All the hype behind it is either understated or, or just, it is, this show deserves more attention. Um, that, that's probably just not even good enough praise to give it right now. It's, it was, I was so entertained and I can't wait to watch the next episode. Right, so, I mean, yeah, tell us a little bit about the show. Well, right. Yeah, that's what I'm about to do. So the synergy between the voice actors, because obviously all of them are like really old friends at this point. Um, you, you hear it in the, in the, uh, in the dialogue. Really good. I don't know how much of this uh, narrative is one-to-one adaptation from the campaign, but it, it, I'm I'm pretty impressed. I'm impressed with the uh, the plot and the tone so far. It has this, it plays with uh, the levity and the this, the the dark tone of the setting really well. All right, without giving anything away. So at one moment it could be something really effed up, and the next moment you're laughing your ass off. So it, it, juggles, it juggles that expertly. There's a great ex- a juxtaposition between hilarity and, you know, macabre, essentially. The, you know, someone could be getting their face torn off. And also, it doesn't, this, this show is definitely made for mature audiences with the, uh, with the gore and the violence and the sexual content. So, yeah, you're definitely not going to, you're definitely not going to walk away uh, wanting um, anything in that one department. Okay. Any questions, Bernard? You, did that so that did that elevator pitch get you on board to watch it? Um, no, but I did just look up some of the cast, and you should have told me David Tennant was in this. I'm watching it. Why am I friends with you? Because it's the doctor. Is that the only reason why you want to watch the show? Because of one other actor is in it? Stephanie Be- Beatrice, Gina Torres. I, I mean, I don't care. Prob- not, I don't. I don't care about Felicia. Castle. I don't care. I don't care about Felicia Day, Dominic Monaghan, Tony Hale. Oh, Stephen Root. They're not in the. They're not in the main cast, though. You're not listening to me. Guest stars, okay? Guest stars. I'll check it out, but you know how I feel about um, Middle Earth stuff. Or um, fantasy like that. That's not that's not my fantasy. You know, I'm the sci-fi fantasy guy. So don't don't do that exasperated side crap with me. You knew who I was when I met when you met me. I, I guess I didn't really understand how much of a lamo you were. It doesn't make me a lamo because I have a preference on. See, you're 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 the reason why fandom is the way it is now. Don't be toxic, okay? I'm don't. not being toxic. I'm just wondering why you can't. What, what's up? Why do you hate sword and sorcery? I don't hate it. I just it just doesn't appeal to me. The That's entire genre, like what about sword and sorcery? Because there's so much you can do in that space. You can do horror. You can do comedy. You can do uh, action. All the, it's just it's like it's like saying, oh, I hate uh, westerns. Just because it's a setting doesn't mean you can't hate something in that space. Like there's tons of things you can do with westerns. All right, it's not all John Wayne and um, and uh, Clint Eastwood. I know. Right? There's other things you can do with Western, like the harder they fall, the hateful eight. Yes, Django. All, yeah, 
Those are Westerns also. I know those are Westerns. So the idea that you say, oh, I don't like Sword and Sorcery. How much have you watched the Sword and Sorcery? There's so much out there. I mean, like the only Sword and Sorcery I really rock with is He-Man, Masters of the Universe. Yeah, and that's barely Sword and Sorcery. There's a lot of technology and other weird stuff in there. Oh, also, uh, we got to segue into that because they just announced that. Yeah, that was my next story. Oh, okay, yeah. I was waiting for you to finish with the Vox Machina news. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's let's segue off of your lameness and your oh, disappointment geez. and and just overall shame, and let's talk about your next story. Yeah, y'all y'all see the toxicity of of this individual here. I try to keep it light and friendly, unless it's a day where I'm extremely mad about something. But yet, he shames me for not liking sword and sorcery. I'm just saying, it's a huge thing not to like. That's like you walking up in here and saying, "I don't like animation," like. And the entirety of the medium animation that makes no sense when people say that i'm like are you brain damaged sometimes i get having a preference but to not like an entire medium it's just kind of bonkers sword and sorcery is so vast and and just malleable you can do anything with it and i don't know it's just not your jive it, you're not in that scene some people just don't like what they like and they like what they like why are you shaming people Stop it. I'm not shaming you. So you what are you yourself. You dishonor See? yourself. Dishonor your family. Dishonor your clan. Okay, dishonor. donkey. Dishonor. I'll find that sound bite and put it in here for you. Hopefully Spotify don't try to hit us with some bullshit. Oh, they gone. They gone. Oh, Spotify. Oh, I can't even talk about it because it's not nerve related. But Spotify on some next level stuff. To my the Neil Young thing? Yeah, I don't care. They can, well, they can, no, he said he, no, he said either Put a warning before Joe Rogan's podcast or take off my music. You got to yeah. keep in mind, they gave they gave Joe Rogan nine figures, so they're like, bye, Neil. But no, exactly. they, they, no, they gave us a warning from two episodes from two years ago. So you remember when we did the tribute to Chadwick Boseman, I used the, uh, I used some of um, all these stars for the intro. Yeah. We got a flag for that. And um, we also got one for when I used Logic's Everybody when we came back and 2021 so i was like yeah um we can use this because it's only 15 seconds so those episodes are for review so if you want guys download them while you can or you might just have to listen to them somewhere else i don't know if anyone will care about that book spotify but yeah so anyway um netflix is working on the masters of the universe live action film uh kyle allen from west side story is going to be in it and it is going to be directed by Adam and Aaron Nee, who directed The Lost City. And of course, wow, David Callahan is the writer. Look at that. Loop right back around David Callahan. Okay, okay. Listen, 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 listen. This 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 movie, is it a movie or a TV show? This is a film. Yeah, so film. Kyle Allen, you saw West Side Story, right? I actually never got around to it. I, I thought you went to go see it. I never got around to it. She was feeling un, she was feeling sick. We didn't go see oh, it. Oh, blame it on your girlfriend now. Okay, listen. All right. This you maybe missed the point. The point I'm having here is Kevin Smith just did a mic drop on the goddamn Masters of the Universe uh TV series. And they're gonna I honestly think they should give you that, they should tack onto that and give it a feature, in my opinion. Just keep going with it. It's like 
I don't know if this even needs a live action. Like, I get it. I mean, Netflix has the rights to it, so they're going to give it a shot. And we need a redemption after that Dolph Lundgren. I was going to try to rewatch that, and I've been saying that for the longest. I have it on a flash drive, so maybe I'll maybe get drunk tomorrow night and watch it. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not watchable. But yeah, so for those of you who do not know the backstory of Masters of the Universe, so an orphan named Adam discovers he is a prince destined to be the savior of a faraway land and must learn of his power and the importance of saving his true home from an evil force. I kind of hope they uh, flesh out the He-Man mythos a little bit more like DC they did. did already. Like DC did with the comics, because in the comics, you find out that Skeletor is He-Man's uncle. I mean, that's a little whack. How's that whack? I mean, uh, it, it kind of kills it. I don't know. I again, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to jock um uh Kevin Smith on this. But it's like I like that they kind of just kept it simple, yet you know, still nuanced with the Masters of the Universe that he did his uh, mini series. It's not they, he didn't have to be so connected to the royal family to make him important. You know, he's like he's just you know power hungry cool he just he just he's just greedy the guy's a narcissist he's greedy he has personality disorders he's greedy he wants power he doesn't know what he wants to do it he just wants it all right i think giving him no nuance and yet all the nuance in the world with his motivations and how he is how he's tied to his um uh nemesis i think that's all we need to do with that i don't think we need to give him all this backstory with him being he-man's uncle how's that even work and where, where they going with that yeah, I mean, I don't know. When did um DC? I, I I vaguely remember that. What year was that? They uh that? mid mid odds. I have okay. all of it, so I can give it to you whenever. Because it was one of those uh, digital first series that they do. Uh, no, I can probably download it later. But if but I yeah, was so inclined, it, it was good. The only one I did not read was I didn't read the Masters of the Universe versus Injustice. Because they did like two series before that. And they were good. But yeah, I mean, we don't have a release date or anything. We just know who's starring in it, when it's coming. I mean, um, um, where it's going to be, who's writing it, and who's directing it. Although I did not see The Lost City. What the hell is The Lost City? Let me look this up real quick. Because um, shoot, that's a movie. I was thinking right. of that movie with... Um, who the hell is this? It came out recently. Yeah, it came out. No, it's coming out in March. Oh, it's Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, and Daniel oh, Radcliffe. Movie. Yeah. Okay. What am I thinking of? You might be thinking of City of Z with Charlie Hunnam. Oh, that's it. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about too. The Lost City of Z. Yeah, I saw a trailer for the Lost City recently. It looks yeah. funny. Yeah, it's a rom com. I mean, I'm gonna give it a shot. I mean, I like rom coms. We don't see that many of those nowadays. What are you talking about? We get a rom com almost every year. I don't think we got one last year, but remember back in the early yes, it was oversaturated with rom coms, and that was the issue. And Sandra Bullock was basically the lead of all of them. It got to the point where Gerard Butler Taylor was in there, so was Reese Witherspoon. They were getting we getting a lot of those. Oh, you said the two thousands. I thought you said twenty tens. No, early two thousand, early two thousand. Sweet Home Alabama, Geely. Oh, Geely. Was that a rom com? Yes. Oh, don't forget Made in Manhattan. Yeah, I was going to say Made in Manhattan. And Monster-in-Law. 
You just naming all the JLo ones. I'm not. Those are two JLo ones, though. <laughs> but yeah, Sandra Brooke had all about Steve. Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. Um, well, so I think another one. Anyway. Who got you? Yeah, who cares? Um, oh, and Catherine Heigl. Oh, yeah, she had a bunch. Yeah. Uh, 27 dresses. Um, what the fuck is the name of the one? Runaway Bride. That was Julia Roberts. Yeah. And that was the 90s. Uh, close enough. <laughs> I think it was like 98. But um, I can't remember the name of the one, but um, The Ugly Truth, that's what it was. Um, but you got another story before we get into our review of episodes three and four of Peacemaker? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I did have one small thing to ask you about. Did you ever watch Quantum Leap with Scott uh, Bakula? No. Well, the reason why I asked is because it's coming back, and I have no idea why on earth I asked you if you watched that show. show came out in 89. I mean, I know of it. Yeah, I mean, everyone knows of it. You know, God travels through time and basically has to find his way back home. I'll put the intro here. It was very cheesy, but anyway, it's coming back, and I think it's going to be on Peacock. So, So, I mean, depending on who's in it, as long as Scott Bakula isn't, you know, playing his same character because he's doing other stuff, I'll give it a shot. But yeah. So anyway, yeah, like I was saying, let's get into episodes three and four of Peacemaker. So third episode, Judo Master. Boy. Okay. So which Judo Master do you think that is? Uh, I honestly don't know because there's like, what, three of them in the DCU? Yeah, with the current one being a female, so it's obviously not her. Yeah. I mean, I can't think. Um, hold on, I'm trying to find Judo Master. On. Also, so I okay, I get why they changed the costume because the other one with the red and the um yellow was very yellow. racist. Yeah, because it's the whole rising sun thing. So yep. I guess making him making it green is, is a better choice. It looks like they just made a mini um TDK suit. Their, their their suits look very similar, especially they the, the, hel- the helmet. I was like, what, did they clone TDK or something and he's Asian? Before they even said his name. <laughs> but, so yeah, let's get into those uh, first, I mean, episodes three and four. So, um, episode three. That was quite possibly my favorite episode so far. Because not only did we see Vigilante truly be Vigilante the way he is in the comic, like straight sociopath, just whistling and just shooting, sniping people. Yeah, he's definitely off. Yeah, we, we found out about the butterflies. He almost he almost lost a big toe. He got electrocuted, what, three times, they said? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, what else? I mean, um, Ikemano's almost killed judo master by hitting him with the freaking um with the van oh yeah well he got him back though yeah he got him back he kicked, the, he kicked him once and the guy like he was about to die i mean it's judo master what do you expect it's kind of like somebody trying to fight shang chi master of kung fu so so on that note um yeah. i think up until re- this is the comic now we're not talking about the the uh, this iteration but the other two guys, they weren't even Asian. No, they weren't. 
Yeah, they caught me. This is some mad appropriation stuff. Oh boy. This is this is pretty offensive. <laughs> this would not fly nowadays. I mean, they call himself Judo Master. He has the rising sun flag on his on his costume. He's a master of karate, jiu-jitsu, and judo, of karate and jiu-jitsu and judo. And the first one is named Hadley Ye- um Jaeger. Jaeger. Yeah, he and was a, he was a Charlton, Yeager. he was a Charlton um property. Yeah, and then and then so really the only one who's ever been Asian is Sonia, Sonia Sato. Sato, yeah, who's the current one. Thank God they fixed that. Well, they they they, they over they fixed her character later. But yeah, this is um oh yeah, and the second one apparently uh he, is the yeah. son of the original. Yeah, so there you go. And these these guys were not relevant at all until recent history. It's just well, well, you also have to remember back in the 60s. You, you really weren't trying to like do Asian superheroes. Yeah, but they kept using martial. First of all, this guy has the freaking flag on his suit. Oh, anyways, we come along. I mean, guy, I mean, do you? I mean, you can also say the thing, same thing about Iron Fist. Yeah, but they at least wrote him in a little better than this. I don't know what this guy's um, chick is. Yeah, like I really think Shang-Chi might have been the first Asian superhero. He was definitely one of them. Like uh, the Falcon was the first black superhero. Yeah. But yeah, so let's get back into um, Peacemaker. So yeah, uh, episode four. I mean, it's like, what was James Gunn thinking with these episode titles? Like episode three was the chode. Let's, I mean, episode three was Better Golf Dead. Because oh, yeah. the senator's was name was, well, the senator's name was Roland Golf. So you know, nice play on better golf, better off dead. And I mean, they're all, I get that they're all plays, play, uh, plays on words or phrases. So like episode four was the chode less traveled, but yeah. So, um, episode four, you know, that one was a good one as well. I mean, I don't like the fact that Adebayo tried to, you know, mind fuck, um, vigilante into killing, um, Peacemaker's dad, because that mean, that, that kind of made things worse. And so now the cops are, you know, investigating. I don't when, think they will be. They got him out of there in time. When it when it's kind of open and sh- when it was an open and shut thing, and apparently Peacemaker also kept the butterfly. Yes, he did. Which okay, uh, Judo Master knows something, and hopefully he can wake up. I mean, yeah, because he said something, then he got shot in the gut. Yeah. (laughs) This man can't catch a break. He's getting hit by cars. He's getting shot in the gut after being heavily medicated. (laughs) Oh, and that's another thing. Uh, That's one of the reasons why James Gunn wanted us to watch the opening credits. Not just because it's so campy, but Judo Master pops in and out. So, like, yeah, I saw him. Yeah, he came in and he jumped on there. He picked him up. No, I'm not talking. No, he pops in before that. Like I saw him one time, he was in the left hand corner. So next time you guys watch Peacemaker, uh, Peacemaker, try to find Judo Master before he actually pops out at the end. Yeah, he he literally pops in and out like throughout the entire opening sequence. But yeah, I mean, and Mern is a butterfly. I did not see that one coming. Uh, no one did, and um, 
don't don't know because we're doing five and six next week so no spoilers oh right yeah but yeah i mean we got three more episodes left because episode five was this week and james gunn said that you know he is planning another suicide squad spinoff and he hopes that hbo and warner decide to give peacemaker a second season and i kind of hope they do i really want to get more rats catcher yeah, he posted a photo of King Shark when under the second. That was his second tweet when he was saying that. So I don't know. You might not get Ratcatcher, dude. I'm sorry. I mean, I I don't know how King Shark can work on his own. Who knows? Maybe it's all about you know, kids. You know, him being the prince of you know the sharks or whatever. Because they literally uh, did they- just do a comic of that. I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe Harley Quinn's King Shark has a lot of personality, but this one really doesn't. I mean, he works off other characters. Yeah, I know, but who knows? He might be smarter in the water. Maybe. Maybe. You never know, like I said. But, um, all right, guys, I think we are going to call it a wrap. So this is Bernard. This is Samir. And that was another exciting episode of the Angry Blurs podcast. Join us next time. Same Blur channel, same Blur network. All right. Uh, go to gerdclothing.com. Use our promo code angryblurs 21 at checkout to save 10%. Does that code still work? Yes, it still works. <laughs> to save 10% on your order. Also, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, tell Spotify to shut up about two-year-old episodes of podcasts. Um, Just tell Spotify to shut up in general. Cancel your subscription. I mean, I mean, I don't know anybody who's actually paying for Spotify. I use it for, I use the free plan. I mean, people pay. But I only use it to listen to certain episodes of Joe Rogan. Whenever he has a, whenever he has a comedian or actor. I mean, that's why I download the episode. He don't get the streams if it's downloaded. Well, anyway, guys, we'll see you next week. Uh, Like I said, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend, review on Spotify, review on iTunes. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Google Podcasts, but I don't know why it's popping up there. I mean, it pops, the episodes show up on Facebook before they even show up on Google Podcasts, and that's just sad. So I don't know what's going on with that. Um, One thing I can say, you know, to the two people who actually messaged me about that is, I don't know. Just go straight to SoundCloud, man. But yeah, we'll see you next week. Samir, tell the people goodbye. Goodbye, people. All right, guys. Deuces.